Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Pulpamex Fantasy Podcast. We're going to review how we did at Ironman and look ahead to Redbud and uh, talk about that. We're also going to do another one in between the Red Buds, too, so stay tuned for that. You'll have a quick turnaround. Friday is the race this week. Friday. Get your picks in. Friday. Friday. And then the other race is Monday. All right? So it's super weird, I know, but remember Pulpamex Fantasy, Friday and Monday races. So uh, thanks for playing. Thanks for uh, everybody, for all the feedback and everything else. The tweets are hilarious, and, and we love to watch them. And and get into who we did and uh, and what we think who's going to do what for uh, this weekend. So flyracing.com, go to your local dealer, demand to see the latest and greatest from Fly. The light pant is all new for 21. It's got no zipper. It's got just a BOA system on it. Chris Kiefer loves it, so please check that out. Also, I want to thank the folks at Pro Taper, Rockstar Husky Worldwide, Geico Honda, JGR Suzuki, all using uh, Pro Taper products, uh, whether it's a 7.8 bar, the Pro Taper bar, the Evo bar, uh, whatever it is, Pro Taper's got you handled and great selection of sprockets and colors and all that stuff too. ProTaper.com for more information on that. 100% Fantasy 25 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. Experience the R-Mega now at uh, www.armega.com. It is the pinnacle of vision technology for 100%. This is the goggle that Sexton, Ferrandis, and many others in the paddock wear uh, every time they go on the bike. So thank you 100%. Fantasy 25 at checkout. Inner West Hemp, Pulp 20 to save 20% off uh, at Inner West Hemp on social media. They are CBD products for high-impact humans, whether you're an athlete, an ex-athlete, or an athlete at heart. Inner West Hemp has the perfect product to suit your daily lifestyle, ranging from CBD oil tinctures to topicals gummies. they got a sleep support spray as well. Uh, they're all third-party tested for quality and content, so you know what's in there. So thank you to those companies for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you, Yamaha, for the three motorcycles. Uh, all right, we brought in uh, Charles Castley from 100% for this podcast, and uh, Truman and JT join later. Parabinos is in, of course, as usual. All right, buddy, thanks for listening, and happy Pulp Mex Fantasy. All right, everybody, to talk about Red Bud this weekend for the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. And talk about it in terms of Pulpamex Fantasy, uh, how we did at, uh, at the uh, Ironman race and how we're, what we're thinking for Redbud. Pulpamex Fantasy podcast brought to you by Inner West Hemp, 100% fly racing, and the folks at Pro Taper, of course. Uh, with me on the line is uh, first up from Renthal, it's Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? Hey, Steve. I'm pretty good. Um, I'm excited for extra fantasy this weekend with a Friday and a Monday race. Um, uh, not excited to speak about my score from last weekend, but hey, that seems to be uh, par for the course. What about the money ball? What are we doing with the money ball? We're, that's, that's not working? It's not happening? It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Um, and yeah, I'm just not willing to invest that much work. That was a theory I had that week because I had watched the movie. Right. Um, now I'm just sticking to simply watching the movie. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And uh, are you worried about uh, getting these handicaps done for Red Bud 2 in two days? No. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Also on the line from 100%, 100%.com, use the code FANTASY25 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. It's Charles Castley. What's up, Charles? Long time no talk. What's up, Steve? Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming in. So Truman, uh, there's a hurricane in Florida. Truman's uh, <laughs> uh, buck, bolting everything down, and JT is traveling, selling fly racing, cool. in case people are wondering. So. All right. I feel like Truman might be like selling generators or selling plywood or something. He doesn't seem to be the kind of just battens down the hatches and stays inside. He seems like the type to take advantage of a hurricane, is what yeah. you're saying, right? You know, we, we've done that. We've done that before. Yeah, yeah. See? Um, See? Drive, drive, no, drive north. Load up a trailer full of generators and fans and everything, and then bring them into the heart of the storm and sell them in a market. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, okay, we got it off the top of the show for the Pulp Mex Fantasy. We're going to review how we did in Iron Man, Chuck, so bring up your picks if you can on there. Uh, Travis Marks won our admin league with 528. He's leading the whole thing. Is he good or is he lucky, Parabinos? What's going on with, with Travis Marks? Because this is the fifth series we've had. I think he has gotten last in four of the five series. No, three of the five series. Three of the other previous four. He has gotten last place. He is now winning. It's 2020, and Marks is absolutely just taking off here. Uh, this is actually the sixth series, sorry. Um, is he good or is he, is he, is he just lucky, Parabinos? Well, well, you said it. It's 2020, and we gave we like to give Mark shit about this and and watch him defend himself because typically some great jokes come out of it. Um, and he has predicted his in- inevitable fall, but so far so good, man. And I tell you, when you're doing good like this, it's it's easier to continue doing good, right? Because the, his list now, when he goes to Redbud One, you know the guys that are red on his screen like really don't have as much value because they just put in awesome weekends, and those are the guys that are all able for me to pick on my screen right so i think it's a lot easier continuing to do it um i am guess i'm still on the fence whether he's lucky or good but let's call him good at this point three in a row man good for Dude, him so he, far he's so just, I'm, I'm, like yeah. like he's crushing like him. zach osborne i'm thinking he's hoping the series ends quickly yeah he's got schmoda he went with jet lawrence he went with Hartraft, dino ben lemay sexton he lost the first lap leader he only picked shane and he lost it but uh, I don't know, Charles. Uh, Marx has all of a sudden turned into like the uh, what's the um, uh, beautiful mind? He's Russell Crowe in Beautiful Mind. All of a sudden, <laughs> it, it's phenomenal. And has nothing to do with him coding and coding and loading the backhand, right? Uh, I mean, we're certain. We're not certain. No, no, we are we're not, not certain. Positive. <laughs> <laughs> but he why? Why would he choose? For a while. Why would he choose why? now to do it though? Well, and that's the other thing. Why cheat? Because it, it, this is the real funny part of all of it, right? So anybody that's on the Pulp MX Fantasy kind of admin team, us five, we're ineligible for prizes, right? Um, and then Marks also did not sign up for our money cash league. So he doesn't have any incentive to do good. None. If he does well, he doesn't make any money. He doesn't win anything. So it's strictly about just speaking about it. So he has five – last week, Iron Man, uh, he had 528. Uh, I think he was uh, uh, 22nd overall or something. I don't, I don't remember what he said, but right up there. Uh, I had 460, JT 454, Paul 374, and Dan was absolutely terrible. Dan has been texting us updates and says, I have zero points this moto. Um, so Dan, Dan was 334. Charles, how would you do? Uh, I got – Four fifty nine. Oh, I beat you by one point. Not bad. Yeah, that's good. Not bad. I missed out on heart ramp, so that's a real kick in the nuts. Uh, thank you, Dan Truman, for paying me for the Brandon Hartraff Jet Lawrence. Who would get more Pulpamex fantasy points? Uh, bet we had last week. Thank you. You're unbelievable, Steve. No, you're unbelievable. I am not well, unbelievable. I mean, what was the bet? Just he just bet that heart ramp would beat Jet in. Fantasy points, I believe, or yeah, fantasy, no, fantasy points, points, fantasy points, yeah, yeah. So, Brandon, but I mean, Brandon was you, a you, Brandon you, was a four, Jet was a one. There was three that three. Yeah, points but there. you you knocked it out of the park. The guy went was on the podium both modes down there. I, I know. So. I didn't. I didn't quite expect that. I didn't quite expect that. <laughs> but 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 I thought Hartraft was due. I thought he was due, and that four was juicy. You know, but uh, I didn't think he was get a hundred though for sure. And and truthfully, I was banking on the Jet to make a mistake. 
you know, when I kind of said that, right? So, um, yeah. you know, I was also thinking Jet would have one good moto and one poor moto, but Jet was solid both motos. So, but, uh, yeah, so Dan Truman lost that one. Um, all right, for 39% of people selected a 250 first lap leader, 17% got it right. It was J-Mart and Ferrandis, and I wouldn't have gone with either guy. I would have picked Cooper or McElrath, and I didn't, but that's who I would have gone. So, uh 17% of people got one of those two right. 33% of you picked a 450 guy. 18% of you got it right. Um, and so the fantasy points went. Brandon Hartraft, a perfect score, 100 points. 40% pick trend. Paul, I got to think that – I don't know why, but I think people are listening to me on this pod. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 you're, you're an influencer, Steve. But I shouldn't be because you know, I've been good at this game but not great. You know. So, anyways – uh, Brandon Hartraff, 100 points, 40% pick trend. Derek Kelly, 94 for Derek Kelly. 86 points for Joe Schmoda. Guess who had him last week? Me. Uh, Jerry Robin, 80 points. Jerry put in another good ride. The Jet, 76. Kevin Morant, 66. Jace Kessler, 66. Jace Kessler running 800 is an odd choice, by the way. Can I just say that? Just an odd choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, pick trend for a 250 class. Ferrandis was number one at 42%. Dude, an all-star one highest pick trend? You know? Like, wow. Uh, Chuck, that's that's pretty weird. Yeah, that, that definitely is weird. Cause I, I mean, usually those, those all-stars with very low handicaps, you know, I personally stay away from them yeah. pretty often. Like, to have a little more room there, but... Just to be the highest? Some sort of guy. Yeah. Some sort of, usually there's a guy that has a big handicap that just got in the top eight or something that yeah. is interesting, but, you know, yeah. for the majority of the people that go with a one. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. So, Shimoda was third highest pick trend. Uh, were you on Joe's week or off Joe's week, uh, Shimoda, or, or Charles? Which war were you? Uh, I was on I was on the good side of ah, great. the Shimoda good. train. Yeah, nice to hear. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Imagine that. Yep. Uh, 86 points. There's 31% of us uh, all together on that. And guess what? And 70, 69% of people picked them last week. Uh, yeah, well. So the Jet was 76. Uh, oh, sorry. Jet was 29% pick trend. Then Kevin Morantz. Like, again, like, I mean, I picked Morantz. 20% pick trend for Kevin Morantz. I got to think that's a little bit influenced by the expert picks, I think. I, I don't know. Maybe not. Um, Styles, 20%. Shane McElrath, 19 Joey Crown nineteen. Uh, myself, I had I had a good team. I, I was stoked. I had Dylan Ferrandez out of one forty seven percent forty seven points. I should say I'm fine. I'll take it. Um, no problem on that. I had Kevin Morantz. He uh, got landed on on his head at Loretta Lynn's one. Didn't race Loretta Lynn's two. Uh, he's a twenty top twenty five guy. He was at a handicap 18, which means anything better than 28th would be double. So I thought that would be Moran's was would be a guy, and he did 66 points. So I'll take mm-hmm. that. Uh, oh, when I said I was happy with my team, sorry, I forgot one gentleman. Uh, Matthias Jorgensen was uh, <laughs> was on my team, and um, yeah, uh, qualified well. I believe Paul or Dan is a Jorgensen guy. Paul, which one of you is a Jorgensen guy? Well, I would say Dan is the closer Jorgensen guy because um, Jorgensen has been living in Willie Manning's front yard there and we Dan go. speaks he, to Willie often. Yes, okay. So that's so, where the uh, information stream is coming from. Okay, so I knew someone on this p- call 
uh, the usual call is a Jorgensen guy. So it's Truman, so he can go screw himself. Uh, two points for Jorgensen. Listen, he's from Denmark. The goalie for Toronto Maple Leafs is from Denmark. He the goalie, <laughs> the goalie has let me down. He has let my team down uh, the last three playoff years in a row. He has not played well. Generally speaking, he's a good goalie. In the playoffs, he has not played well. His name's Freddie Anderson. So Denmark is on my shit list right now. The country of Denmark can go uh, fuck themselves because uh, first Freddie Anderson lets me down, and now Jorgensen uh, qualified well and then just pulled off both motos. Um, he had a front brake issue. I don't know what he had. I don't know what's going on with him, but, yeah, screw him. Um, and Hartraft was my last guy. Hartraft, 100 points. I was team Brandon Hartraft the whole way. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's my team. Charles, what's yours? Um, on 250s, I was on the good side of Shimoda, as I said. Um, I think I, I, that's just luck, if I'm being honest there. Um, because he had a decent yeah. handicap. I don't remember what it was, what it changed, but it was an eight last week. Um, so it was better than the week before. But it wasn't like, you know, there were some glaring. There, I discovered Gamble passing on him at Loretta's, too. So I'm just lucked out on that. Kevin Moran, same as you, um, at an 18, I just looking at his past results, and um, I just felt like it was a pretty safe bet for him to get top 28 both motos, which isn't good, but it's it's a good enough safety net to, to take that gamble on an 18 guy. Um, and, if you were, and then and, I went right And, and if you were following him, if you were following him, Charles, sorry to interrupt you, he, uh, he kind of was steady all day, but he wasn't totally out of danger, right? Like, he was like 25, 26. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I'm going to go 28. I'm going to go 22nd. I'm going to go 23rd. Yeah, he was, yeah. was all over. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he stayed He stayed right there in the mid, mid-lower mid 20s-ish kind of the whole time. So. Right. Um, then I went Ryder Floyd, and I, I don't know a ton about him, but I looked into him a little bit and social media and stuff, and I remember, I think he raced in Canada last year, right? He won He won the opening round of Arena Cross in Canada last yeah. year, yeah. He's from Texas. And, yep. Yeah, so I should know more about him being a Texas yeah. guy. But yeah. I think I think I saw him at some other Canadian things, and I looked into him a little bit, and I got some insight from one of our group messages. Somebody said he, he's pretty fast um, practicing in Texas, and that gamble didn't really pay off. He only got 36 points. Um but still, I felt okay about it the whole time. Hindsight, obviously, should have went heart ramps. But, man, I, I did a lot of research on, on Brandon, and I just didn't feel good about a four getting you anything more than double eighth or tenth or something. You know what I mean? Or sixth at the best type thing. Um, so, whatever, it didn't work out. And then RJ Hampshire, which was a real kick in the nuts. Yeah, yeah, that one, that's, that's, that's a tough go. Um, so, Ryder Floyd... <clears throat> I don't know the kid, but I was taking a leak in between motos down behind the starting line, and he came up and found me and introduced himself and said he listens all the time, and he's a big fan, and this and that, and then uh, this was in between the moto. So I like the kid, A, now I like him. B, he was uh, double points 50, and he broke a front hub in the first moto. Uh, so he was 18th, 16th forever. Do you guys remember oh, he was that? Solid, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, broke a front hub. So I again, like, and Sherman Tr- flew in with a helicopter and got him a front wheel. Yeah, and yeah. Here we are. Got him in the second. Right, 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 right. But he qualified <laughs> pretty well, didn't he? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Right? Yeah, yeah. He. Uh, There's a reason. Uh, Ryder Floyd was 19th. Reason. Let me look this up. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah 19th. So Ryder Floyd, Floyd was 19th. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Um. 
All right, yeah, uh, Jorgensen, uh, thanks a lot for that, by the way. Th- thanks, Jorgensen, for never, ever doing anything. Um, also, when you look at the pick trend of guys who really let people down, Pierce Brown, 13%. Nick Gaines, 12%. Got a zero from Dan's guy, Nick Gaines. So it could have been worse, I guess. I could have been one of those guys. Um, all right, go ahead, uh, uh, Paul, with who you, ha- who you had. Yeah, so um, looking at my list here, unfortunately there's not much green at the top. Um, I missed on heart rasp. I just, I mean, I, I swear I just don't know when to put value in one lap from practice and when not to. I, I, I don't know. Maybe on the super, super hot days you don't worry about it. On the days that it's mild, you do put more emphasis on lap time. But I try really hard to not let one one lap influence me. But um, I should have went with heart rasp, right? 100 points, 40% of the league picked him. So, that just, um, I mean, my weekend wasn't awful, but when 40% of the league picks him and I don't, that's that's an issue. So my top-scoring guy was Kevin Moran. We spoke about him last week on the podcast. Um, 20% of the league picked him, so I got 66 points. That's okay. Next was my all-star with Ferrandez at a one. Um, yeah, I just think, man, he's, he's solid. So I, I know we talk about staying away from those low all-star handicaps. Um, but it worked out pretty good. He was, uh, you know, the only the only all-star that maxed out was Jeremy Martin, so that was fine. Um, like Charles, I went Ryder Floyd. Again, I had um, some influence from a certain person that lives same, in Oklahoma that same, knows same these person? guys very well. Same person? Uh, probably the same person as you, yep. Okay, no, 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 probably. but no, Charles got info from Ryder Floyd, so you guys talking the same guy? I might have actually got uh, mine from Paul. I don't remember. Oh yeah, I think that's me relaying the info to Charles. Okay, because I relayed I, I relayed some info from the same source, and I was mocked at yep. Charles. I was laughed out of the group text by by the same source. <laughs> so I don't really understand that. I, I don't really get it. But we'll get to that in a second. But but yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, Ryder and I did my own research, the same as just you know, all the things that Charles found on him. Um, I thought it would be a decent pick. And, and honestly, when you look at my team, my team was filled of high handicaps. My 250 team, which we'll get to my last guy, um, everybody was a 17 or higher. So I had Moran's at an 18, uh, Floyd at an 18, and then my last guy was um, Matthias Jorgensen. And, um, yeah, we know how that went. And if you watch his blog, there's lots of information on his blog, but maybe don't watch it if you want to pick him because the guy has a, has a rough – he has a you know a rough dealt stack of cards dealt dealt to him. Um, I mean he has a lot of work to do by himself, and he's been dealt all these mud races and engines not showing up. Like the dude has an uphill battle to fight. So um, yeah, it just didn't go well, right? Two points. That's that's huge, a huge huge miss. Um, so my activity team is just bad altogether. And, okay. and yeah, I went I went high handicaps because I went full send. Like and typically when you go these high handicaps, if you don't get I, I feel if you don't go all of them, not they're not always going to hit. But if you go all, you know, if you send it, then maybe one of them will hit, and it ends up not being so bad. But man, it didn't work out. For the most part, I pick one guy that's like a high handicap. Like I just kind of trying to narrow down two, three, four guys that I think could do something with with high handicaps, and I pick one. You know, I don't go all the way, so I don't go full high handicaps. But that's just <laughs> just kind of my strategy. And I like. I like that strategy, Steve, and I've tried that, but I always miss trying to get that one guy. Right. I never get the one guy. Um, so, Jorgensen's vlog was after the race or before? Like, could I? Should I have watched this after? Okay, yeah, yeah. You should, you should go watch it now. But no, again, I won't. I, I won't. I'll smash my computer. I'll smash my computer. <laughs> you will. It's just it's ridiculous. So, 
So, Denmark, uh, you are on my shit list right now. So, all right, uh, 450s from Iron Man. Top score of the day, Grant, Grant Harlan was the top score. Yeah. Yeah, Grant Harlan. That's a good pull. Point five percent pick trend. He got ninety points. I got a tip who I think from the same guy in Oklahoma about Grant Harlan, Hawaii's own Grant Harlan, and I passed it on Charles to our group and was laughed out of the, the text. And then Harlan goes and gets ninety points. This source told me one hundred points from Harlan. Stamp it. He was not far off. Wow, that's strong. Yeah. Yeah. Best pick. So can Only- you? Can you, less than a percent. Can you tell me, though, why, Charles, why I would get laughed at by Truman and JT and Paul? Uh, and then uh, and then you it. and then you guys take the same source and pick uh, pick what's-his-nuts? The, the good question is, the, the group that laughed you out of the message, did anybody pick Grant Harlan? No, I doubt it. They probably did, but no, they didn't. I don't think so. Anyways. Paul did. Paul, you did? Paul did. I picked Grant Harlan. There you go. There you mother you go. effer, Parabinos. <laughs> I don't remember exactly who I don't remember who said what in the group text, but I do, I I copy pasted yep. the Harlan comment right into the text, and I remember it was ridiculed. This is how Saturdays go. When that came across, my team looked very different than what I actually ended up with. And again, when I started looking, and I got the Kevin Moran's info, and then Dan chimes in with the Matthias Jorgensen info, and then we're talking about Ryder Floyd. All of a sudden, my team goes from having an all-star and maybe guys with, you know, threes and fives and seven handicaps. So all of a sudden I got eight teams all across the board. And then it's like, all right, yeah, I'll take this Harlan news. I'll take, I'll just go eight teams across the board, full send. That's what happened this weekend. (laughs) I I hate when I like, you know, I'm just trying to pass on some info. It's like, I just get mocked, Chuck, just, just mocked. And I'm just like, okay, guys, I'm just trying to pass on info here. I'm not, I'm not mocked. Mocked and then used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. put into place yeah, and com- get 90 points. Complete BS. So, our, our group texts are not a place for the average man. You have to be very tough-skinned to live in these group texts. Because Unbe- typically there's lots of sarcasm. Unbelievable. Um, Unbelievable. He picks Grant Harlan. Unbelievable. Okay. <laughs> so, Harlan, 90 points for Harlan. Good job. Uh, 74, nice points for, 74 points for Lesher, Jared Lesher. Uh, 64 for Dino. Welcome back, Dean Wilson, to the uh, to the Nationals. Dean Wilson, 64 points. Freddie Noren, 64. Cody Shock, who I have vowed to never pick, but apparently I need to rethink that vow as maybe there's no whoops in in outdoors, as JT said, and that's why Cody has been good. 60, 62 from Sexton. I've been on the good weeks to chase Sexton for the most part. Um, I think he did pretty well at Loretta Lynn's one, even though he did fall. He still did points-wise. He did pretty good. So, um Henry Miller, 60. I don't know who McClellan Heil is, but good job, 58 points. Tristan Lewis, 58. John Short. Uh, pick trend, 34% was Sexton. 34% was Benny Bloss, who continues to uh, just crush the hopes and dreams of Mex Fantasy people. And this is after we gave him the award for Supercross points, Mex Fantasy Pulpy. And this is what he does to us. Um Third place, Freddie Noren. Fourth place was Eli Tomac. Uh, fifth was, uh, this is pick trend, of course, AC. Bogle was after that at 24%. Myself, I had Jared Lesher. Very controversial pick in my brain. Went back and forth. Looked at his Indiana results from before. Couldn't really find any. 
looked at some national results. Uh, he scored well last week, if you remember right. So kind of just went with Jared Lesher. This is I thought he was from Michigan, but he's actually from PA, so I didn't even know where he was from because I was thinking – I thought he was from Georgia. No, no. I, I was thinking oh. of saving him for Redbud, and then I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, he's from PA. Anyways, so Lesher was my guy. I went with Freddie Norn, even though I vowed to never pick Freddie Norn after Salt Lake. I have now I've, – I've changed that. And I went with Freddie Norn. Good job, Freddie. 64 points. Sexton was an obvious one, I thought, at a minus one. I think he's a podium guy at some point this summer. Um, 62 points. That's fine. You know, can't, can't argue with that. And my all-star was Marv. I, uh, I thought no problem with Marv. Um, he'd do pretty solid. He's a three handicap, 45 points. He didn't max out. AC maxed out. Barsha maxed out. And Tomac maxed out. So I did leave a few points on the table there. Uh, first lap leaders, by the way, first to the finish line, I should say, was Osborne and Muscan for Indiana. All right, Paul, who'd you pick uh, besides Grant fucking Harlan? Grant Harlan I picked, Steve. Right at the top of the list, the guy on the very, very top is green on my screen. I got 90 points from Grant Harlan. That is awesome. The, the, the Hawaii uh, thing didn't scare great, you off? Great, no, no, I knew that. I knew that was just the AMA. Like, this guy, I, I, didn't, I didn't know he lived in Hawaii at any point, but I knew very well he lived in Texas, and I recently sent him some rental products, so I knew he was racing, and, and um, but that's really all I knew. And then I did go off of the advice from our friend in Oklahoma, only after I decided that my team was going to look like I was going to try to set a high handicap record over here. So um, that was the highlight, though. I did get the one guy that, that, that really nailed it, um, and he carried my team. Uh, I had Ben LeMay at a 16 handicap, so, again, trying to stay high handicaps. He put up 50. I don't fully remember what happened. Um, he broke one moto. He must have. Well, there you go. A good one. I would imagine one, bad, one good right? moto. Yeah. There you go. Um, my all-star maxed out at, at 50 with Eli Tomac. I thought, again, I thought that was just a no-brainer at a three. Um, and, yeah, he had okay, a 26% hold on, hold on, pick hold trend. On, hold on. Go ahead. Go Thir- ahead. 13th in qualifying didn't scare you off. Not at all. Because I, I took him off no. after that. Like, literally, I'm like, maybe he's sick. Maybe he lost an, an appendage. I needed, Dan to, <laughs> I needed Dan to make sure he had two legs. Um. <laughs> so I took him off after no. that. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but 13th is not not Eli Tomac. So. No, I didn't care about that. That's just practice, I think, especially when you're a guy at that level. Practice is just practice. And, um, yeah, I still stuck with him, and that worked out fine. And then, yeah, to stick with the high handicap trend, um, I went with, uh, again, somebody kind of close to the money ball theory. I went with Dalton Dyer to 18. Um, and again, one good moto, one that, bad moto. That was, that was your guy uh, a couple weeks ago. That was a, your guy a couple yeah. weeks ago was Dalton Dyer. Yeah. Yeah. He was my lead pipe lock a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And again, the first moto just didn't go good. He was 32nd the first moto. Um, so he got all his points in moto two with a 26th. Chuck, who'd you have? Uh, I did not get the the signal on Grant Harlan. Apparently, <laughs> apparently that was a... A miss on my part. Uh, I know little to nothing about him, but uh, I missed on 90 there. But I did have Jared Lesher. Um, oh, I welcome to the club. Why Jared Lesher? What would what'd you, what'd you um, like? Not, I didn't have a real solid reason. I looked into um, past results, and I looked at his social media, and it seems like he you know, puts in some effort, and he rides a lot. and um, I don't know. I just He qualified okay, nothing great that I remember. Uh, me, and, me and Charles, to, me, me, Charles and I, the nine percent, we're in the nine percent of Lesher. Yeah, I, I 
he was a good 18-point guy, right? Like, there wasn't a ton of really high handicap guys on the board that that I thought could run in the around the 20th place or low 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I gambled a little, worked out okay. Dean, I didn't pick, um, but that's because I heard he had a big crash. I wasn't there, obviously, but I heard he had a big one in practice, and because he was on my sort of preliminary team earlier in the week, and then I pulled him off based on he, hearing he had a big cr- crash. He did, but I saw him. He did have a big one. I saw him in the media tent. He told me he was fine. He was laughing and joking about stuff, so I figured he was okay. I, I tweeted that out, that Dean is fine. Yeah. Um, but I still wasn't going to pick Dean just based on these results lately. You know, that was my reasoning. I'm just yeah. like, what's going on with Dean? Yeah. So, anyways. So, I did have Freddie Noren, which was 64 points. And, you know, Freddie, Freddie's been starting up front. He's just had trouble keeping it on two wheels and finishing. But at some point, you got to just gamble on that and hope he, those starts pay off and he ends up. Yeah, he still had problems on two wheels, but 64 points is 64 points. So. Yeah. And then I went John Short, which I can't believe Paul didn't pick John Short. Um, <laughs> and for me, I was back and forth on John Short and Henry Miller because, to me, they're kind of the same guy. Yeah, um, They're very similar outdoors. They both were a seven. Um, again, I went John Short over Henry, and I was off a little on that. Uh, Henry got a few more, six more points than Short. And then Barsha was my all-star, uh, which I think that was the best. I, I'd really debated not doing Barsha, picking Barsha because mm-hmm. he's really historically pretty good at Redbud. Um, but he had a six handicap, and I thought, man, it's pretty strong, pretty strong chance he gets top seven in the race. So I went with Barsha. Paul, would you like to respond to the John Short comment? Um, no, I just uh, – great pick is all I can say. Uh, <laughs> I, we were getting, I think there was one tweet on Twitter giving us a little bit of heat for the John Short handicap, and I didn't even respond to it because I think someone was insinuating that his handicap should be higher. But John Short's legit outdoors. Man. I mean, go look at his past yeah, results. Yeah. Like, yeah. He is solid as it comes. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, you put him at a, a 10 or something, and his, his pick trend is – you know, yeah. way 40% high. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You yeah. know, uh, like I said earlier, Cody Shock and Henry Miller need to start getting looked at, I think. We're three rounds down. And, uh, you know, I think we've got to start looking at those guys. A couple of guys that I wouldn't yeah. ever pick, right? But they are putting in solid fantasy results. Are they Are they leading the points? No, they're not. But let's start thinking about it a little bit. Um, <laughs> yep. And those are, those are two guys that you bring up, Steve, that handicapped didn't move a ton. So when you look at what they scored at Ironman, if they finish similar similarly at Redbud one, yeah. you should get similar points, which is you know fifty to sixty range. Right. So Dirty Al Green keeps track of our lead pipe, hundred percent lead pipe block of the weeks, Charles, uh, for us. And uh, yeah. I won the week. I won the week. I had one hundred sixty-two points. Uh, my locks were Sexton and Hartraft. I had to go with Hartraft, right? I had to after I was oh, promoting. Of course, yeah, brand. Paul, you got yep. second. You had Schmoda and Sexton. Uh, JT had Schmoda and Benny, and Dan had Morantz and Ben LeMay. But Dan is Dan finished the last, but Dan is leading the season totals by 64 points over Paul, by 67 points over, uh, over, over JT. Sorry, 64 points over JT, 67 points over you, Paul, and uh, 73 points over me. So it's tight for the uh, lead pipe locks standings. Thanks to Dirty Al for uh, keeping track of that for us, by the way. Um, all right, Pulpamex Fantasy, presented by Fly, Pro Taper, Inner West Hemp, and the guys at 100%, including uh, our buddy Charles Castle on the line here. Thanks to Yamaha as well. We're giving away three bikes. We got one already away and uh, giving away two more Yamaha bikes. So thank you to those guys. Um, and we're going to look ahead to Red Bud 1 here shortly. 
Uh, before we get to that, the picks, though, uh, uh, mid-podcast uh, additions here to the show. Uh, Jason Thomas, what's up? You're on the road, but you're able to call in. What's up? Yeah, I just uh, got off work and got to my hotel. So I, you know me. I don't like to miss a podcast. So no, no, you do not. Absolutely not. Also on the line from uh, Get and Athena, what's up, Truman? How are you? Everything good at Hurricane there? We, we, were, we were surmising that because there was a hurricane, you were actually out. Charles said this. You were actually out buying generators to, sh- to sell for double the price to people. Oh, I, I'm way ahead of the game. I bought those generators before hurricane season. I'm stocked up on those blue crew generators that we got. Okay. So right. he is the distributor <laughs> to Home Depot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so we we covered how you guys did on the on the weekend, and we talked about Marks. Uh, I'll I'll just look, quickly Dan Marks, genius or lucky in 2020. Lucky. Lucky. Okay. Lucky. Uh, yeah. JT, genius or lucky. He is a genius, but this performance has been lucky. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Dan, I have a, a massive issue to pick with you. I was told you are the guy. You mentioned this rider last week on the podcast. You are connected to his program uh, via Willie Manning down there in South Florida. Uh, what, what happened to Jorgensen? Right, so I have a little intel on Jorgensen. He's been in Florida. He's training. He's doing this vlog thing that he apparently doesn't post till after the race, which I would appreciate if he'd post it prior to the race. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know he's been training. He's working hard, but his engine didn't show up. So then, I mean, just go watch his vlog. Sport this guy. I mean, it's a disaster. Had anybody showed me three minutes of this vlog, I would have been not on this guy's again. Well, I mean, apparently I need to watch this so long. Uh, Charles, we got to get on this. Uh, I said I got to get on this. I'm angry. I sent it to the group text. It's 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 a gem. I'm angry. Uh, uh, me too. I mean, so I mean, I'll give the guy credit. He stayed up all night the night before the race, built some bike out of parts or something, and then his front wheel locked up, which I don't know how that even happens. And then Moto Two, it does the same thing. So the poor guy. He didn't have both photos. I mean, he's not a quitter. I picked him at Loretta Lynn's one, and he paid off for me. When he was like a one percent pick trend, so I was kind of like, he was my he was my sleeper, and uh, he went to sleep already. He put my team to sleep. So ridiculous, just ridiculous. So unreal. Right. unreal. I have a little story to add to that. Okay. Because how this day goes, Dan knows when guys have pulled off before they do. Like, they have not even pulled off yet, and Dan is already texting that said rider is out of the race. <laughs> so when Benny Bloss inevitably DNF'd his first moto, there was a, a cavalcade of celebration coming onto my phone, and I'm in misery right now. <laughs> so when Matthias Jorgensen suffered the same fate, I was texting and then liking my own tweets, putting hearts on my own text. <laughs> I was uh, I was in full celebration mode, and that poor kid didn't deserve it. But I was uh, I was seeing red the entire afternoon over wow. the the celebration of Benny of Boss's Benny Boss's problems. Right, right, right. And in my defense, Steve, you had him on your team. I can see your team, obviously. And I was like, man, maybe Steve put some effort into it and like walked over there and like maybe talked to the guy, and and he's confident that that Jorgensen's going to finish, you know? So no, I was like, that no. gave me that extra confidence. No, I went off your 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 uh, your information from the from the podcast, Willie Manning. Well, well, I'm, so I'm, I'm plugged I, in. Yeah. I'm, I'm Michael Jorgensen, or I'm Jorgensen expert, Brian Jorgensen expert, and all of that. that that's I, I reached out, So I reached out to Willie, and he's like, yeah, he blew up a motor motor in the mud, and PC got him a new engine. He should be good. And I was like, oh, man, he's dialed. The problem was the engine didn't actually show up. 
that's the problem. Okay. So uh, issue number two, I have with both of you. Uh, I already yelled at Parabinos. Uh, I put my information, my source that texted me about Grant Harlan, Hawaii's own Grant Harlan. I was mocked out of the group text for this information that I was simply sharing, not recommending, not saying buy or sell, just simply sharing it with some friends. I was I mocked. Think they were mocking you, though. And and Paul picked them. Paul picked Grant Harlan after well, that. He's picked. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I don't think Paul was doing the mocking. I was only mocking because the only the only Hawaiian I've ever I've ever known was McLovin. And just because he's 25 <laughs> and an organ donor, I'm not picking him. Like that doesn't mean anything to me for fantasy motorcycle. Ridiculous. So, so just well, and I, yeah, I mean, I, I, told have Steve, Steve, I have the same source you did. Uh, Paul ha- Paul shared I, his sources with me, and and the guy was claiming he was going to do good. My only concern was he had to go to the LCQ. Why was he so slow? And then I reached out to someone he rides with in Texas, and they said he wasn't in the best shape. But apparently, it wasn't very hot. I wasn't there. So yeah, I mean, he, he paid off, but I I still don't agree with. I don't agree with it. So he wasn't fast in the morning <laughs> well, at all. Well, I don't agree with getting when mocked I, for passing on information, and then one of you guys actually picking said rider. Well, so. what I told Steve, guys, what I told Steve is when that information came across, my team looked very, very different. And then ten minutes before lockout, again, I have eight teams across the board, and Grant Harlan was an eighteen that we got some information on, so he went on the team as well. I mean, it was it was just talk about Harlan and Lesher and. And LeMay, basically, I wasn't looking at somebody unless they were 15-plus. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, like, the Floyd pick, everyone was sleeping on the Floyd pick, but I had good insight. I'm the one who who added him in the morning. I I text Paul, and I said, hey, you need to add this guy. We're getting a lot of messages. Um, He's been training with John Short. He's in good shape. I was like, he's a great pick. He was in 14th place, and his wheel broke. You know, and then he did a good – the second moto, too, so – for me, I feel like that was just uh, that was a bad luck thing, you know. His wheel broke, and that's the gamble you take with these privateers and stuff. But I mean, he was a solid pick for the day. Honestly, second moto he was good, and first moto he was getting fifty points. So I, I'm not mad about my team. It just didn't work out well. Thank so. you, Dan, for the money for the Jet Lawrence Brandon Hartraff bet. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Yeah, because everybody knew Hartraff would go three three. Yeah, yeah, logical. He didn't go four, three, three, four. three four three four. Yeah, whatever. He went hundred points. He got his first trophy ever. <laughs> He was really damn good. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Oh, thank you. I knew. I was on Brandon Hart, Raph, So Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, you, we knew you just totally saw that coming. Okay. Uh, so one of the cool things. Can we touch on Can we touch on Ryder Floyd one more time and why he wasn't on the list? Because somehow you can show up on Saturday morning and race. He wasn't there Friday night. Like, I didn't miss him. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. The people that were emailing, you know, were like, oh, why is he not on the list? And we go off the Ryder entries friday night guys you know we get them from the ama and go off that and then apparently they do allow people to you know show up in their van or whatever and and go race so that's not our fault so this is all shocking charles to learn about the ama this is all i mean i don't know (laughs) because because the outdoors are limited and the total amount of entry still yeah they're still limited right just accepting 80 people and right i think people wait we had an interesting question on the moto 60 show today a guy we were wondering and I'll, I'll ask each one of you, how many laps, if any, would you be able to get if you just jumped out of the trees at a national and started riding the track in a mid, in mid-moto? Like lap, like lap five. Like you just rolled out lap five. Yep. I say, I'd say you get five to ten laps in before anybody knows what's going on. Uh, Dan. How, many laps are the, how many laps are in the moto? 
Uh, you know, depends, right? How many, but. Okay, yeah. 17? Seven, I'll go 17. <laughs> Dan, Who's going to pull him off? I, I don't know. I, I wonder if anybody would notice if you just jumped off. The answer on... is nobody. Okay, Dan? Yeah, I, I honestly think you get you get over six laps for sure. You get over six laps. Okay. Paul? Yeah, I, go, I don't I go, think anybody's paying attention. Yeah. Go ahead. Paul? Yeah, I mean, if you look the part, like you know, you have yeah. decent looking numbers and yep. decent gear, yep. you're you're gonna blend in for sure. You're gonna, but if you're out there in an American flag jacket, yeah, yeah, number yeah. sixty nine <laughs> on your bike or something, that'd be a little different. But no, no, no. I'm saying you look like a legit pro, and you say you're say you're a B class guy or better, right, or whatever. Like you can sort of ride. If you, you jump, just hide out in the woods, like uh, like the guys did in Home Alone two in the in the toy store. Right, right. So we're all in agreement the AMA would never catch on. Okay, perfect. I think that's so I'll, I'll give you some more insight here. They, you know, the, the, they have a new flagging or a, a scoring crew for this year, right? And, it, and a lot of times it's only one, one score. They used to have up to three. They would have three at every race. Now they have one, okay, and she's new. So she's not going to really be like – there's not going to be cross-referencing going on. She's probably not going to even pay attention. She's not going to know that – there's an extra rider out there, probably. And then if you don't have a transponder on, you're not going to get caught by by the scoring because they're not even going to pick you up on a transponder. Yeah. So who exactly is going to pull you off? <laughs> it's no a one. great question. I guess you have to you make sure. Steve Mathis on the megaphone. To you have to make out. sure that you're not running a number that someone else is, so there's not two number 222s out there, I guess. You can't show up with a red background, number one or something. Yeah, that might get that might be. I mean, yeah. you go full privateer status. Zero chance. I was just gonna say, I think Ty Masterpool shows up to all the like all the outdoors, and he just shows up on a blue Yamaha and stars. Like, I think he's on our team. I, I don't know, and he just goes out there and races. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he's on the team. Does anybody know if he's on the team? No, nobody like, knows. Does anybody know? Right. Uh, all right. So that's the question we had, and we're all in agreement that yeah, it would it would probably work. So. All right, thank you to Yamaha, Fly Racing, Pro Taper, Inner West Hemp, the folks at 100% as well. Uh, we give away some prizes uh, for people who play the championship league on our Pulp Mix Fantasy. You don't even have to do that well, and you're eligible for one of these prizes, like a, a motorsport gift card. And the winner this week is MX Racer 47. The R Jerky prize pack is uh, GTC1111. So thank you uh, for playing, and you get an R Jerky prize pack. Inner West Hemp. Kyle1192, uh, we will be in touch with you guys and uh, get you your prizes out for, uh, for just for playing and entering Pulp Max Fantasy. Thank you to our jerky, Inner West Hemp, and the uh, folks at Motorsport for supporting the game. Greatly appreciate it. And uh, flyracing.com, please check them out on the web. And on the web, Inner West Hemp, Pulp 20 to save 20% off on, uh, uh, on Inner West Hemp. All hemp products, Inner West Hemp products are third-party tested for quality and content, so you know exactly what's in there. The folks at 100%, they got Dylan Ferrandez, they got Chase Sexton, they got a lot of guys out there wearing the goggle, and they have the official eyewear of Pulp MX Fantasy and the real thing, the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship Series. Visit 100%.com, use the code FANTASY25 at checkout to save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. Thanks to the folks at Pro Taper, of course, the official bars and sprocket of JGR Suzuki, Rockstar Husky, and uh, Geico Honda, just to name a few. So thank you to Pro Taper as well. So, all right, Red Bud won. And we are going to squeeze a re- uh, fantasy podcast in between the two races. Uh, I don't know if you, I don't know if we talked about that us on the line, but we're going to squeeze it in somewhere. I hope you guys are ready for it, like on a Saturday or Sunday. We'll fit to figure it out. But all right, two fifties, Red Bud, uh, Charles, you're the new guy. Do you have the handicaps open? 
I do. All right. Who do you like? Uh, let's start with All-Stars for Redbud. Uh, Dylan's a one. As we said, he was a massive uh, massive uh, pick trend, so a lot of people can't pick him. Uh, who do you like, uh, Charles, going forward for All-Stars? Well, he shot me in the foot a week ago, but I think RJ Hampshire, to me, is the most logical pick at a, at a five. He's been so solid, mm-hmm. um, or fast, I guess, if you will. Um and he's had, obviously, a rough weekend, as we all saw. But I think plenty of room for him to finish in the top six, both motos. All right. Uh, Dan, all-star, 250s. Who do you like? I like the Jet at an eight. Yeah. He, rode solid last, he rode solid last week, and I think he's a top ten guy. So to go 9-9, nine, nine, I think is very doable. JT? JT, you there? All right. Paul? Sorry, sorry. Oh. I was trying to pull my team up here. Um, just give me for a second. All right, Paul, who do you like? All-star 250s. Um, I, I I agree with the guys, the other guys, uh, Dan and, and Charles both said. I, I like Alex Martin at a five. Um, I, I, that allows me to make sure I have him for uh, or have him available for Millville. Um, I think he rides red butt good. And, and the all-stars shook out kind of weird this week. Like, we have Martin and Ferrandez at a one, and then we have a bunch of guys at fives, like Cooper, uh, RJ, Amart, McElrath, they're all at fives. So um, it's going to be interesting who to pick this week. But um, I also like Dan's idea going really high. Dan, can you tell me if Justin Cooper is better or not? From what I've heard, he is getting better. Because he uh, went 8-2, right? Like we had one good, one bad. Yeah, and that second one he got a good start. And, I mean, he was solid the whole moto. I think that he is back. I think you can say that yeah. you can pick him as an all-star now. Right, right. Um, Paul, you like Troll Train? I do. I do. I'm coming around to the Troll Train. I think um, I think he's rode good in the beginning part of the year. He's solid. I think he, ride red, he rides red butt good. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I think he can go 6'6", six, six, don't you? <laughs> I think he can go 1'1". One, one. <laughs> there you go. Uh, he, he, he was, remember Red Bud last year? He was second or third when the bike blew up. I don't know what, he was right up there. So he rides Red Bud well. Um, uh, Charles, I'll, I'll, I'll pick this back up with you for the rest of the guys. Uh, RJ certainly a good handicap or all-star, I should say. R- that's a really good all-star. I think Cooper, if Dan is right and Cooper is back, then that's also a no-brainer. Um, Charles, any idea what's happening to Pierce Brown, what's going on with Pierce Brown here? Because he's a seven. That looks really good, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't think the same Pierce Brown that race Salt Lake City Supercrosses have been doing outdoor nationals or something. Um, I wish I had some good insight because it would be helpful to add to the group here, but I've got nothing other than ah. man, it hasn't gone to plan. Would you stay away then? Or like, would you? <sighs> it's what sucks about this game is because he's probably going to go qualified ninth or something, and we're all going to everybody's going to jump on him, and then it's going to be this: we're gambling on does he fix it, quote unquote, this week, or mm-hmm. does he go, you know. 27 19 and not really pan out like he should so right um i'm personally going to stay away unless i see something really great in practice and not just one lot meaning yeah um yeah. one one fast lot because the kid's capable of that all day right um right. he has to put down you know a few good laps and just look from the he, eye test as you like to say good so. he looks like the juiciest pick here but i can't do that I, he may burn everybody yeah. like or not burn everybody all the people that don't pick him like you can see a 75-point day coming from Pierce Brown, but that's I think I'll be with Pierce Brown with JT is with Jerry, where it doesn't even matter. Like, go ahead and burn everybody. 
<laughs> it's fine. Um, Dan, Nick Gaines, you are a Nick Gaines expert. What is what happened there? What are we better? Are we good? Yeah, we had a rough stuck? weekend. Stuck? We had a rough weekend. We're back. We're back on the Nick way, Nick Gaines train. Because a nine is pretty good. Yeah, I, I think it's good. Pierce Brown. To add to the Pierce Brown, I did speak to his team today about Pierce, and they are very concerned of where the Pierce from <laughs> WW last year was. And um, yeah, so like Charles said, he could he's going to qualify top ten. I would put money on it, and man, he could go nineteen nineteen or something. I don't know. Or maybe he goes seven seven. I really don't know. So <laughs> is see, so I will say. Go, go ahead, Paul. Jalik is back, oh. and, and and to get into, uh, I think we had talked about in the text, guys that are back. Jalik is back, and he claims, according to Tim Ferry, that he is going to be good this weekend. So that's what he says. JT, we can't Timmy's go off. Source. JT, we cannot go off Timmy as a source, <laughs> right? Do we all agree that? No, no. I, whether Jalik is good or not, Timmy will not be my determining factor for that. <laughs> Uh, what about Jalik, JT? 13, what are you, where are you at? I mean, 13 looks juicy on paper, but it really hasn't gone very well as an overall just, you know, year. Yeah. Um, he, he was even blessed with a very easy 250 East Coast, and I still I don't think anybody could say it was a great year, even with the top 10. I mean, he got some nines in there and stuff, but it wasn't really impressive, you know? He's a factory kid. He won Loretta's. Like, he, he, I think everybody expected a bit more than that. Can you still get on Shmoda and Shmoda's a six, and Hartraft is uh, went from a four to a one. There's a couple guys that factory riders that put in good results at Ironman. You would tend to think that they could have turned it around. Paul, is that still good at one for Hartraft and uh, six for Shmoda in your eyes? I think one for Hartraff, yeah, because the guy just went three four, and at a one, I would I would take a three four at a one all day. Um, I want to think that that you know that finish, getting his first trophy, is going to be something that's going to propel him and keep him there. Um, but then again, we are going to Millville, a track that has a lot of hills, and he's a big man on a two fifty S. We're going to Redbud. Um, so, oh shoot, we're going to Redbud. Never mind. <clears throat> um, so, but yeah, I, I want to say there's still value there again because of what yep. he just did. Right. Shimoda, uh, Shimoda, I don't know. At a six, I'm not there. I think I missed the window on him, and I, I just, I'm not going to go back there. Charles, with a six for Hunter Lawrence, that would be really good, but I'm, uh, I'm staying away, right? Yeah, the, the shoulder's questionable, I think. I didn't see anything right. in Iron Man that made me think, like, yeah, he's good. He's six. Obviously, he has another week of healing and feeling better, but I, I think I'm staying away. Does anybody know up? Is, is Ty Masterpool coming back? Do we know I for sure? Working on it. Do we know? I don't know for sure. Okay. All right. Rumor has it, right? Where would a handicap? Where would Ty Masterpool's handicap be around? Uh, I don't know. He's not even on the list right now, so we'd have to do research. Um, but yeah, we, JT got a message saying from somebody saying that he's going to be there, but I have a, a text out to his team manager right now and don't have an answer. So we'll okay. Wait. All right. We'll wait. Uh, JT's Kevin Moran still worth it at a 15. He was an 18, and he paid off for myself and uh, and Paul Parabinos or, or Charles, I should say. But uh, 15 for Moran. Yeah. yeah, I had him on my team as well, and uh, I talked to him uh, after the race, either Sunday or I think Sunday, and 
he was pretty optimistic. You know, he wasn't thrilled with his results. I think he went 24-22. But he said he started to kind of figure some things out and find a little bit of a flow with the second moto. So I feel pretty confident that he will be inside the top 25 both motos. Um, obviously, anything can happen with these privateer programs. Like, he could go DNF, DNF by Coretta's. But uh, if I could pick him again at a 15, I would certainly entertain it. I don't like these handicaps, Paul. It's very tight, very hard to pick a guy. I don't like them. Sorry. Yeah. Like, Hunter is great, but no way. Shoulder, bad deal, right? Pierce Brown, seven, great. Not putting results. Staying away. So now you're looking at guys like Swole and and Styles. I don't know. Dan, here's, okay. Here's go, a, go ahead, Paul. Here's my feeling on Pierce Brown. I, I didn't get a chance to. Uh, when we spoke about him earlier, but I, I think that we'll, we'll, you'll know after practice. Like, he hasn't qualified good once. Dan mentioned qualifying in the top 10. If he qualifies in the top 10, I'm going to pick him because he just hasn't been good at all. But we've also had three mud practices. Maybe there's something there because his best national to date still is the one that he showed up on a whim at, at Jacksonville when he was supposed to be in Mammoth as an amateur. And he's like, oh, they're, they're like, hey, come race. And he got 11th overall. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm just going to wait and see how practice goes for Pierce. If it's a dry track and a dry weekend, I think maybe that could be, yeah, he, he could earn his way onto my, my dismal team. I can't believe that after Dan screwed me with Jorgensen, I'm going to go with another one of Dan's guys, and I'm going to highly recommend Nick Gaines. Dan, yeah? Yeah, I, I think he's a great pick. I think at a nine, Nick, Nick Gaines can get 11th or 12th in the motos. Yeah, he can. Yep, he can. Um, I like Gaines, too. All right, my four, uh, Hampshire. This is subject to change, obviously. Hampshire gains Shimoda Styles. Let's do that. Uh, that's that. That could be my four. My lead pipe, my 100% lead pipe lock of the week. Fantasy 25 at checkout at, at uh, 100%.com. I'll go Nick Gaines for my for my uh, my lead pipe lock, and, and God help me. Uh, JT, who's your four? I'm gonna go Gaines. I will go. My all-star is going to be tough. I, I think I'll go J-Mart. Um, I, I was kind of scrambling when you asked about an all-star where if I could pick Ferrandis, I would, but I can't, so I'll take J-Mart. And do we know if Mosman's coming back? He was supposed to miss the first three, so this is round He's not four. coming back. He's not coming back. He's not. Okay. Um, past that, I see I'm a little bit more bullish on Hunter Lawrence. Uh, he was not good. We, we got that, but... I think he's going to get better and better. So I don't. I'm not saying I'm going to pick him, but I think he's going to be on my short list. Um, my only concern, really, with Hunter was can he ride the moto? Can he finish without his shoulder popping out? He obviously proved that he can. So I think he's just going to continue to get better. So I'll say Hunter and I'll say Jalik. But I, it's really, really up in the air with some of these guys right now. That could I could end up with none of those four, other than maybe J Mark. JT, somebody that you won't take a look at, but. Could. Jerry. No, yeah, Jerry, we know. <laughs> do you remember Red Bud last year? Do you remember a, jo- a Joseph Crown? Yes, I do. Uh, I will not be picking Joey Crown. Uh, he is from Michigan. Joey. He is from yep. Michigan. Joey's really good and really fast, but I cannot continue to pick guys that are likely to DNF. And I feel like Joey is, is 16th? not going to have – he doesn't Six- have to DNF. 16th in Moto2. 16th in Moto2. Yeah, two. It's, not, it's not a talent thing. It's not an ability thing. It's none of that. I just don't want DNF. Char- you want to hear Joey Crown's Red Bud finishes from last year? Yes. 39-17. This weekend's finishes for 30, Joey. But that 39 looked good until it went bad. It did. And this week he was 38-16. <laughs> 
I said some yeah, incredibly, you, you just heard what JT said, right? Yeah, yeah. I said some incredibly hurtful things last year in that 39. When that 39 hit the board. Yeah, I was with you. Um, some really mean things. You know what? And I don't even know him, so yeah. I was just making him up. Uh, what about Ryder Floyd again? So uh, he's going to get a new hub, we assume. He rode, rode the second moto, got 23rd. I wonder if Ryder Floyd might be a guy that we could look at. Where's, where's he at? I don't even, Is he on the list? Oh, he's yeah, he's still there. He's still in 18 because he only had one somewhat decent moto. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so 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 all right. I'm taking Shimoda off, and Ryder Floyd's my guy. He was 14th, like late in the moto, late in the yeah. moto. So uh, and Shana, I'm aware. So now he's not coming back, is he? <laughs> no, no. Doesn't matter. I don't think so. Uh, okay, where's Ryder Floyd? There he is. Boom! I just took Ryder Floyd and broke my computer, so I'm screwed. Um, yeah, I like Ryder Floyd, but not my 100% lead pipe block. I will stick with Nick Gaines on that. Uh, Charles, what are the four that you like? Four that I like, uh, no relevance to if I can pick them or not. I just pick the best four, I guess. RJ, my all-star, like I said. I think there's plenty of room there. I'm going to go... I would go Ryder Floyd, just like you said. I think at an 18, I picked him last week at an 18. He ran up in the top 20 until something happened. So why not pick him again if I could? And then I would go Kelly. I think. No, no, I, I no, no. Totally overlooked Derek Kelly last week. He went 2019 and was high on the list. Where was he at? He was the second best pick last week. With an 18 handicap, and his handicap went down too. So why wouldn't he be, you know, 94 points last week? Why can't he be 75, 80 points at a 16? Oh, he can. Or he um, can ride through last the whole day. Either way. <laughs> or, um, and then my fourth, I'm going to really put JT on the ropes here and say Jerry Robbins. He's quietly <laughs> being a really solid fantasy guy this year. Unless you guys are paying attention, yeah. but he's consistently getting – yeah, I'm paying attention. I picked him last week, and he got zero points both motos two weeks ago. It was a complete <laughs> mudder, though. Yeah. It was mud. You don't pick Jerry in the mud. To be fair, you don't pick Jerry you know, I, I just I will not pick Jerry, <laughs> and that's that's my own personal decision. But he has definitely scored a lot of points this year. So I mean, I, I'm not I'm not going to say you shouldn't pick Jerry. I just refuse to. Like it's a a personal thing for me where I have had I've had to swore off of it. Like if you have like a a whiskey problem, and you know that things are just going to go poorly if you drink whiskey, dude. I know people like that. You're that's me if I pick Jerry. So I have refused. I just will not drink whiskey, and I will not pick Jerry. You're Denzel Washington in flight, and Jerry's in the hotel bar. The movie flight. Yeah, yeah. The weather, you just know the there are like things that are bad for your health. They're right. bad for you mentally, right. and you just stay away. Right, right. Jerry's in the fridge. If you open that fridge, it's going to go bad. Yeah, you're going to wake up with several bottles strewn across the floor right. and not remember anything. Right, right. But it could be fun. What's the, what's the weather going to be like? JT perfect. says it's perfect. Perfect. Yeah, it's going to be really nice. 75. That's, that's right. Uh, Jerry Robbins. Yeah. <laughs> perfect weather. Uh, Dan, who's your four? Well, if I could, I would pick my team from last week because they're going to crush it. Just like Loretta Lynn's two was a perfect team at, you know, uh, last week's race. So I'm basically one week ahead on all of this. I think that Jorgensen is a great pick because he got a new bike. So I think he's going to score a lot of points. I think Ryder Floyd is a great pick. I can't pick him. I think uh, Kevin Morans is a good pick again. So yeah, I mean, I can't pick those guys, but if you can, I would. The guys that I, I'm going to pick are Jace Kessler, 
he quietly came from a first-turn crash to inside the top 25, and I think that was a good ride. Both motos, he didn't quit. So he's going to be on my team. And then I like Jaleek. From Michigan, uh, Dan. Yeah, yeah, Kessler's from Michigan. I think his his program's pretty solid. He's a privateer, but, I mean, he does work hard. He's got good bikes. And, um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Jaleek, but I'm a little hesitant on that only because just like Vogel, he's coming back from a head injury. And it was a pretty bad one, it sounds like. So a little nervous that it's really easy for him to pull off if something goes wrong. Uh, for my all-star, I have Jet. And then I'm like Paul. I have Pierce if he qualifies in the top ten. If he's outside the top ten, I'll probably swap him out for Nick Gaines. You know, when you look at Kessler's results, Dan, and, and the Michigan thing that Paul just said, and I know he runs 800, and that's super weird, but he went from 39th to 26th in the, in the second moto. And the first moto, he started 12th, and he ended up 21. Sorry, 20 uh, – wait, where is he? 21 in the first 21. moto. Yep. Qualified 33rd. So, like, you look at him and qualify, and you're like, nah, I'm out. And, and then those are really good moto results, and he's in Michigan. So, that could be – That was be. his first ever national, too. Why does he run 800? we got to get to the bottom of that. I can ask sure that. I'm sure it's just the number they gave him. Okay. Um, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one guy that we – maybe you don't pick him, but he should be on your radar. Uh, and he's not – like, there's not a ton of value there, but it could be sneaky good as uh, Mitchell Harrison at a zero. Yeah. He's going to be good at this track. I just don't know how much upside yeah. there is. If, you're, if you need 40 points out of your guy, that's probably not your pick. But if you're happy with 30, he could be right there. He uh, very good starter, right? He's been pulling these starts, like you said, good track for him. Really, so, yeah, he got, he really got good at this track. Yeah. Years ago. yeah. Um. Anybody interested in a stank dog? No, no. There's better picks. Uh-huh. I mean, is what's Jordan Bailey's deal? I think he's just doing that one. I think he's yeah. just done. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. One race. We did a whole program for one race. I don't know, Dan. Does anybody like Joey Crown or no? Nobody? Castle? Anybody? No? I mean, he's going to be super fast. I like him. I decide on that. I can go there. No, I don't mean, yeah. I don't mean personally. I just mean for fantasy purposes. Yeah, he's going to be fast. I just, yeah. All right. History tells us he's going to have a good moto and a bad moto, all right? 100% lead pipe lock of the week. Dirty Al, please pay attention. Fantasy 25 at checkout. Uh, I said mine. Mine mine will be Nick Gaines. That'll be my lead pipe lock of the week. Uh, Dan, what's yours? Ryder Floyd. All right. Paul? Uh, I'm going to go Styles. Okay. JT? Uh, unlike my socks, I will go Nick Gaines. All right. And, Charles, who do you like? We'll, we'll put you in this for this week. Uh, I wanted Ryder Floyd, but to be different, I'm going to go Derek Kelly. Derek Kelly is a shaky pick, but that's okay. He's going to be solid. Watch. Uh, Dan, first to the finish line, all the way around at Redbud. I know, and, and obviously I, I've been taking these like I always do. And, and last week, I think when the finish line is very like very far from the start, like a complete lap, I think Dylan is a really good choice. Um, I said that in our group text last week, but I was like, you, you always think of Dylan not being a great starter, but he has a whole lap to get to the front. So I think you still have to pick a star Yamaha guy, and you have to go with either Dylan, Cooper, or Shane. Um, and that's, you know, maybe flip a coin a couple times and narrow it down. But I'll, I'll pick uh, – I'm going to pick Cooper this week. Does anybody else have a first to the finish line recommendation? Uh, we all normally stay away, but I – mean, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, 
I'm going for Rambis because it's a European style start starting line with I think it's gonna put a huge importance on your qualifying time and your gate pick. I think Ferrandis will qualify top three, he'll have a good gate pick and yeah, he gets a whole lap to get there. I think I'm gonna go Ferrandis and I think I'm gonna be right. Okay, all right, wow. Uh, Charles, you have a I like I like Paul's uh, talk there, which we talked about on Moto sixty a little bit. Yep. You and I did, but I I don't I'm gonna stay away, I think. All right. Charles? Yeah, I think I'm out. I'm out as well. There's too much too much track between the the starting right. gate drop and the finish line. Yeah. Too, yeah. Much, too much can go on for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm with if you. you if you gave me an improved Justin Cooper, like if he goes out and he runs top three again at Redbud, you could probably talk me into going with him uh, at Redbud too. Yeah. I just haven't seen enough yet. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm with you on that. Yep, I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, four fifties for Red Bud One, Pulp Max Fantasy. Thank you, Inner West Hemp, 100% Fly Racing, Pro Taper, and of course, Yamaha as well. Motorsport.com for the gift card and our jerky uh, page. Um, okay, four fifties, JT. Let's start with you here. Well, first of all, is Anderson racing? Do we know? No, he's out. He's out. Okay, we th- we thought so, but that, I definitely would look at that at a minus one. That's a Sexton territory from last week. Uh, but JT, who do you like? Um, I think there are some, some pretty decent picks in here, but it, it really depends on how aggressive you want to get. I mean, Dan Dan took some flyers on guys like Dalton Dyer last week who should have paid off. Dan took a, a bad beat there on the run-in with Zacco. Uh, but I don't think you have to get crazy because there there are also some guys that have value. They just have to – they can't start last, like Christian Craig, who's quietly riding pretty well. You know, he rode really well at Red Lynch, too. He rode his riding was good at Ironman, but his results weren't that awesome. So, I think I'm going to try to mix it up because I don't get the opportunity to pick uh, Bogor Bloss this weekend, and I'm going to go with guys like Rensland, maybe Christian Craig. I'll take a hard look at Savachi, um, but I'm probably going to mix up value with you know the home run swings too. Can I interest anybody in a juicy former factory rider who's now an 18? Anybody? You gotta tell who he is. His name's his name's Alex Ray. Oh, oh. I uh, I texted Alex. I Alex. I texted Alex prior to this pod to um try to get some information. You guys there? Yeah, we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I had a weird. I'm on the edge of my seat. Um, (laughs) I'm on the edge of my seat, Charles. (laughs) Uh, I said, hey, do I drive the Alex Ray bandwagon again this weekend? Because you're an 18. You're telling me we can't go 20-20 and get damn near max points. And he said, I said, how is the race machine looking? And, yeah, he says, I don't know. I went back to California. I'm working. I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to try as hell. So that's all I got for you. (laughs) uh, I got a a breaking news on him. He blew up another bike this week, Swap Moto Live's bike. I, and he was on his roommate he was, last week. Yeah, he's on a 250. He was on a 250F or something. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. racing a 450. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Do you, do you know I haven't blown up a bike in, like, I don't know, 15 years? Someone like, t- since, like a, <laughs> since, like, an RM125, maybe. Kiefer told me what the problem is, and I don't know how true it is. I don't know how, It's his shifting. He's blowing transmissions up because he just – shifts like a caveman i guess i don't know he just i could see that he like puts he he like like he's killing a spider that's how he shifts down you know i i don't know this is just what Kiefer's like dude he doesn't know how to shift and I'm like, i told I, him he could ride like at loretta Lynn's, i texted him about this i said you know you could ride that track in one year the whole track and he says yeah i don't know i shifted like 55 times a lap 
<laughs> okay. So 18. Yeah, I mean, he's out. Yeah. I mean, did, didn't he start the second moto with a flat front tire? Yeah. Okay. Unbelievable. I mean, has anyone I mean, ever done that in the history of the sport, do you think? No. He probably got no. it fixed after the first lap, though. <laughs> okay. So is anybody interested in that 18? No. No. Charles? No. Charles? No. <laughs> not, not at all. If you give him a factory bike, I'm in. You guys like that way I made you hang on to the former factory rider in the uh, – But I'm, I'm interested a little bit. Rider. Oh, Paul, I you're interested. back then. Paul, you're interested in it. I'm interested what, a little bit. What does he have to qualify? What does he have to qualify? I don't think that makes any difference. The qualification makes no difference. I need, I need a, a video first. conference with, with the race bike. I need to look at the race bike. I need to look it in the eye see how she's looking, and then that'll make my decision. <laughs> like hey, when uh, the trainer first spotted Seabiscuit. Uh, hey, Ray, va- FaceTime me your bike right now. Go over every bolt on FaceTime <laughs> yes. right now. On a, yes. Touch a T-handle on every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, check your yeah, air yeah. pressure. I need an air pressure gauge on those tires. I mean, how could yeah. you not pick yeah. Renslin over A-Ray? I mean, like, if you had to choose, like, well, I don't know, there's just so many better picks. Is he, is he alive? Anybody know? What's the Rinsland update? Alive? Yeah, why wouldn't he be alive? Well, he DNF, DNF, didn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, his bike broke. Yeah, yeah. But he's, he's fine. Can we, can we get a face cam on his bike? Well, there was <laughs> lots, of, lots of talk about him filling in for Anstey. Like, they had a meeting and everything. So, but that I guess Anstey's okay? Somebody said he's fine? Yeah, yeah so, he's good. Yeah, he's, but, he's planning on racing this weekend. Yeah, so uh, Luke will be on the, uh, on the FC 450. Out of 15, Charles, do you like that? I do, I do. He's he's strong and he, he's fit. You're I mean, right. Did well. we get a new bike I, I, or well, what's the bike update though? I mean, can like, we get a stock DNF, bike? DNF is that possible? Bad. He shit it. Can we just get a stock one? He had right a, off the showroom. Uh, yeah, JT and I were talking about that on Moto Sixty, or no, no, wasn't JT. I don't know who it was. Listen, uh, all you privateer idiots. Uh, race fuel, a exhaust system, a high compression piston. Me. Oh yeah, JT it was you. Yeah, a high compression piston and go racing. Leave yeah. the piston alone. Yeah, that's my Loretta. Yeah, you don't even need to. Take, you don't even need to take the engine apart. Do not touch the engine. I feel don't like you could. It. I feel like you could use a high comp piston. Why? It's a little bit more hit. Okay. And it's pretty safe. Oh, Those are safe. Those aren't going to blow up your motor. Like that. Yeah, but but that's not what's going to yeah, blow it up. They, the, what's going to blow it up is the person taking it apart and putting it back together. Well, hopefully you can yeah, go put yeah. the cams in backwards or something. No, no, no. You put it in and then you go riding for a week or two before the race. So. No, they don't do that. They put yeah. it in like the um, morning of the race yeah. and then they go to the line <laughs> and this is what happens. Uh, exactly, Steve. So, is, you just leave it alone because, yeah, they put in more compression and then before you because know it, they're think about, think about all one, the... they're, they're detonating yeah. or it just opens up a shoebox of issues. Just I like Dan's theory. They forget to put stock. cooling in. They forget to put coolant yep. in. They leave the drain pulled out. Like there's just so many variables of the, of them working on their bike. Leave it alone. Try to try to reuse the head gasket. Like <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> so uh, Reslin, I talked to him. He had ignition problems, electronic problems uh, in the moto, and uh, the second both motos fault. same problem. Both motos they switched everything, couldn't figure it out. And then he said, "Do you want to see my practice bike?" And I said, "Okay." And he showed me this piston or. Was it? Yeah, it was a piston, and it was inside of the head, or inside the cylinder, I should say, and it had a valve wrapped around it, melted into it all together into like some sort of, uh, you know, uh, f- Art Deco thing of a cylinder, a piston, and a valve. 
He said, I can't get I'm, parts. I'm retracting, completely retracting my Rinslin's interesting at a 15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's so interesting. I just won't be picking him. I mean, it's a great story. I'm very interested. He just won't I mean, to be, to be clear, Rinslin and Benny Bloss have had ignition issues. They do not use Git products. I'm going to throw that out there. Yeah, damn. So. Don't you have an app for this, Dan? Can't you, like, <laughs> hack into them? And I do. It? I do, but not on their bike. I mean, and why Why are there so many – I don't know this. I, I'm, when it comes to working on motorcycle, I'm, I'm a literal idiot, a like complete moron. But why do people have so many electronics issues just in general, regardless of the equipment or the brand they're using? I mean, the detonation and stuff comes from the mapping side of it. So, I mean, that's – they're trying to get power somewhere and adding a bunch of timing, and, and that's why they're getting detonation. I don't know Benny's actual issue, but I assume that they were – you know, related to the same thing. They're just trying to get more power. And when you do that, there's going to be engine failures. I don't think they're actually ignition failures. Like, the ECU doesn't go bad. Like, I mean, I've literally never seen one actually go bad. You know, it's just related so to it's, mapping. It's, so. it's changes they're making that are then affecting other parts of the engine. But, Correct. In, in, a case yeah, of, then, in a case of Resolent, he said he changed everything in between motos. And I, so I don't know what yeah, everything means. But, yeah, but if you, put another, if you put another ECU on that's mapped the same way, you're going to have the same result. You get what I'm saying? Like even yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. The hardware is the same. But what it's telling its motorcycle to do is going to have the same problem. Who, who's mapping so. these? I don't know. I, I, they don't use my product. I have no idea. No, no, no I know. But I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying in general. Is, is it just is it just a guy at the convenience store? Like who's, you know. Yeah, it's uncle's brother somewhere. Yeah. Like they have an NASCAR shop or something. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I really don't know. <laughs> okay. So is, is Boss, JT, you may be very angry. Uh, Parabinos and Truman, you guys are on Benny right now at a seven for Red Bud. Yeah, yeah, Dan. Yeah, I'm actually sending Benny some parts right now. So <laughs> I'm Benny. Benny's going to be solid. He's going to be good both motos. Ten ten at worst. JT is our boss whisperer, and he says he's out. But I mean, JT, you can't I, pick him. I mean, I, I picked him last week, but I had not been around. You know, I, that was the first race I went to, and just talking to his dad, and then I talked to uh, some of their friends that uh, are affiliated with a, a shop, Donnell's in Missouri. They're trying to sort things out. They don't have a lot of answers right now, so it's kind of buyer beware, and not really on Benny. It's on the bike. Um, I am not overly confident. He he could kill it. He could go ten ten, just like Dan saying. But I wouldn't. I would not be shocked if they have more issues. Charles, you're on, you're on a good week for Benny, right? Yeah, I can I can pick Benny. Um, I'm picking him. I'm I'm fucking. Picking he'll him. he'll end up probably on my team, but right now I'm going to send it a little more um, when right. we get into it. But I do have a question. Boss, he was an eight last week, right? If I'm, remember right? And he he was an eight. Yeah. He yeah. Now he's seven, but he's being up to moto. Paul, he got yeah, but his overall though. Yeah, his overall yeah. overall book count. Well, then you get points per moto, no? Stop uh, We're not having the Charles. We can't start this now, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'll probably, I'll probably end up picking Bloss, but for now, I think there's some other picks that are more I, valuable. I think Cody Shock is worth a conversation now, Paul. Yeah, I. Yeah. So I've been waiting to speak about him, but I agree because I think I have Redbud last year results pulled up, and his results reminded me like this is the first weekend, you know, Redbud last year that I rem- ever remember seeing or speaking about Cody Shock. He went 15-16. I like what you said earlier about his 
fantasy point scores and how much his handicap has moved. Yeah. So, again, he was an 11th last week. I'm sorry, an 11 handicap, and now he's a 10 because he, he got 17th overall. Um, I think he's capable of being 12 to 16 at Redbud. So, yeah, I think for sure he's a conversation and could be on your team for sure. JT, there's no Supercross whoops at Redbud that I'm aware of. Yeah, and Chuck's been better. Um, clearly, the the crashing and all that is was a Supercross problem. Um, he hasn't really made my short list. Like, I haven't really been ready to pick him yet, but he deserves more consideration. I'll give you that. Uh, Henry Miller at a six, Charles. Kind of now starting to me to get that territory that's a little scary. At a six. Yeah. Um, I mean, I debated most of the day Saturday at a seven, so I don't know why a six is a whole lot different. <laughs> right, but right, right. That's like, right, it's, it's right, like seven, kind of the, the sweet spot, and the six is – there's the value's just going away because it's tough for him to, you know, yeah. get a get a seventh in a moto or something. So to me, that's right on the border. Like if you you're debating some big handicap guys and you you need to go safe. Like to me, that's a pretty safe bet. He's probably going to get thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. We're yeah. all staying away from Anstey, right? Anstey would have went eight, whatever. His bike not broken the first moto, but now with that jaw or whatever he's got going on, we're all we're all scared of Anstey at a one. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, there wasn't much value there anyway. Right, right, right. So I would not. Um, I have a question, Steve. Yeah. So I, I guess I started to think about this when we were talking about Henry Miller, and I was like, oh, man, I want to save Henry Miller for Millville. So maybe take him this weekend and, and not take him in Red Bud too. But then I got to thinking, how do you think this turnaround between racing on Friday and then racing again on Monday is going to be for some of these privateers that we just talked about or and, and motorcycles? Like, <laughs> is that coming into strategy at all? Yeah, I think it should, right? Yeah? That's kind of what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, i.e., don't pick him for Red Bud 2. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I almost feel like maybe this is the weekend you take your guys that have a looser program and then, you know, allow yourself right. to rely on some more factory guys for Red Bud 2. I don't know. Yeah, I think LeMay is lookable at a 14. I don't know what's going on with the Bear. Anybody anybody know what's up with the Bear? Yeah, but LeMay is DNF'd every weekend so far. I know, I know. Every weekend. But I feel like... And, and I mean, I know he's... He's on a he is on a stock bike it sounds like but it's a loose program I mean he's running like stock everything and and then mud races and the same bike it sounds like so Lemay scares me a little bit I picked him last weekend and, and obviously it didn't pay off so right. I mean I think you we haven't talked about Bogle yet but I think you you have to look at Bogle out of ten why why would you have to look at Justin I mean he's had such bad luck and crashes and issues like uh, I I don't know yeah I, mean, I, think I don't I don't think it's bad luck at this point I think it's just him I mean but that's the the risk you take. You know, but yep. I mean, if he doesn't I mean, crash on the start last week, he gets seventy points at least because he was top five on the start, and he's fine. He proved he can ride thirty-five minutes last week. You know, um, so I don't. I would not be fearful of Justin. I would take him again if I could at a ten. Can Joey? Yeah, I like oh. him at this race. Go ahead. Yep. You like I him? Did too. Yep. I, I I like him at this track. I mean, I, I again, I think he's a good starter. I think Red Bud's a track where you get a good start, you can kind of get away from the group. Um, JT picked him last week, so uh, he's done his research. Yeah, I like Bogle here. Uh, Charles, can can Joey Savachi? That's your guy. Can he not go eight eight? Oh, he he totally can. The problem is he keeps hitting the ground, and nobody knows when and how that's going to happen. I think the first Loretta's rounds were a little rough, but he'd been off for a long time. I think um, speed is never an issue with Joey. Right? It's just he can keep it up. Right. If he stays on two wheels, eight eight's no no problem, I don't think. 
I believe Jeremy Smith qualified really well here last year. And he's he's a different guy this year. So you want to keep an eye on Jeremy Smith. He's a little more solid than he's been in the years past, people. Um, okay, Dan, we didn't talk about All-Stars. Uh, I like Barsha at that five at Redbud. Uh, give me Barsha at that five, Dan. What do you like for All-Stars? I like Adam at a four, and I like Eli at a one. I think Eli's going to start clicking off wins. Not much room for air, but um, I do think uh, right now I have Eli on my team. Uh, oh, never mind. Sorry. I, I got excited there for a second. Uh, what do you like, JT, for All-Stars? I like Barsha to five. Yeah. I did not think that I would say that. Um, but I think every pick is pretty good. I don't think yeah. you can go wrong. Even if you wanted to, to go on a whim and take Sexton at a seven, I think you're in yep. pretty good shape. I agree. Sexton at a seven is great. Yep. Um, tickle at an eight maybe would be the guy that I'd be a little worried about for an all-star. But Yeah, that's that's probably the reach of the group. Yep, yep. Um, any deep sleepers? Anybody got any deep sleepers? I think A-Rick's pretty deep. Michigan, Michigan guy or something? Corey Karsten? <laughs> No. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're, handicaps are pretty, they're pretty good in here. I mean, there's nobody that has even gotten points in the moto that is an 18. I mean, Dalton Dyer was pretty good last weekend. Paul and I both had him, I think. Uh, he had that run in with Zach, and then uh, I don't know what happened in the second moto, but he was getting 50 points for a long portion of the moto. So, I mean, maybe him. All right. I'm, I Steve, am. Oh, Steve out. Yeah, go ahead. I I I almost want to circle back a little bit to your Tyler Bowers talk because I just went back and did some looking at his results and he just hasn't put in two motos together yet. If he can do two, I think he'll get a bunch of points and maybe maybe dry all weekend and not having to pressure wash your bike for an hour after practice every time can help. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't know. But, I, I need to see. I mean, he is going to have the highest candy, handicap he'll have since the game started this, you know, outdoors at a 12. So yep, I think yep. he's someone to look at, but I don't. I don't have anything else besides that. Um, I'll go Reslin, but I'm going to check in with him. So if you guys want to – I'll pass it on and get ridiculed if you want. If you guys all want me to pass it on, you can ridicule me. Is that cool? Well, yeah, yeah please. please. Let us pass. Okay. All right. I'll That's do- the biggest swing I'd be willing to take is Reslin, to be honest. Uh, I'll go Reslin at a 15. I like Benny at a 7. God help us if Benny doesn't come through. He's starting to get some heat. He told me from from players, Pulp Mex Fantasy players. And, again, people, please don't give him heat. But <laughs> – uh, Cody Shock, I like Cody Shock. Michael Lindsay just called me as we were doing this podcast, so maybe, you know, maybe that's maybe that's fate. I don't know. Um, and I like Justin Barsha at a five. Uh, what about you, Charles? Um, I don't want to be too boring, but I like. I think Barsha at a five is to me jumps off the page after seeing him ride this weekend and knowing how well he typically rides at, at Redbud or has in the past. And then from there. Rimsland, you got me really scared with all the electrical issues and balls <laughs> poking out of pistons and things. But sitting here today, I think Rimsland makes sense. I think he can ride that track well. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, 15, to me, shouldn't be a problem for him to be top 20 both motos. But he just went DNF, DNF, so what do I know? Um, and then I like Bogle. I know there was a little debate here, but, you know, he went uh, 15 second moto, and I think staying on two wheels, Two motos and around the you know fourteen, fifteen, sixteen range is pretty easy for a guy like Bogle. That's if he can up front, which he is totally capable of doing. So I like him at a ten. And then last guy, kind of an air with Bloss or a little more of a gamble like Lemay. 
I know LeMay hasn't put two models together yet, but, um, you know, the 14, he got 17th the first model last week, so that's a lot of points. So I think I'm willing to gamble that he fishes the week he gets his two models in. All right. Uh, Paul, who do you like? Um, I I just altered my all-star based on the all-star talk that you guys had, and I think Sexton jumps off the page to me to go out of seven to go 8-8. Eight, eight. I think that's easy, and I'll just be different because I don't agree with you guys. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I do agree with you guys on Barsha, but I just want to be different. Um, I have Benny Bloss here just because I think Benny owes it to my team here finally, and I think I, I owe it to him to trust that it'll come around, and, and yeah, he's capable of, two motos in the top 10 and out of seven that's a lot um right now i still have Renslin, but that is highly subject to change based on everything we spoke about and my other guy right now is bogle um again based on everything charles just said but again i think this team is probably going to change and i will most likely make wrong decisions on friday morning like i typically always do alex ray is going to go on somebody's team on this call yeah he might end up on mine <laughs> uh jt who do you like I'll be honest, I don't like a lot. Um, a lot of the picks that I want, I had last week, and they're just not eligible to me. Guys like Freddie Norn, guys like Bloss, Bogle. Um, I would like to have the same team I had last week, and that's that's kind of a bummer. So right now I'm struggling to find guys, so I'm going to have to take a deep look at guys like Dalton Dyer, um, Grant Harwin, the, you know, the flying Hawaiian Harwin there. Um, but I'll, I'll be honest, my, my screen is not – super favorable even guys like Savachi, who i really struggle with to pick i just don't have a lot of other options here right right uh dan i like joey i think joey's a good pick at a at a three and i think norin's a good pick at a four also and he got 13th in the second moto but he's been running up front with those guys uh again i agree with charles and paul and on Renslin. we got to look at him of course at a 15 he could go 2020 but I mean, when you go DNF, DNF, that's not good. I mean, that's that's nah, a bad program. He's in dreamland, so, dude. He's dreamland. He's got to figure it out. Yeah. So, I mean, right now, I like Savachi and Norin. Um, I like Benny, but JT's making me nervous on Benny. I don't I don't really know what the program is. So, uh, let's say Benny, Joey, Norin, and Eli right now. I think Norin's good here. So much to look at his results. I think I remember Norin yeah. being pretty good here. So. Um, Last year he went uh, 8-13. Okay. 100% lead pipe lock of the week, Fantasy 25 at checkout. Uh, who's your le- my lead pipe, lo- lead pipe lock of the week? Fuck it. Benny Bloss. Let's do this. It's time. It's time. Uh, JT. Yeah. I'll go Bogle. Paul? Yeah, Bloss. Bloss? Yep. Okay. Chuck? Wins one. <laughs> uh, and Dan, who's your lead pipe block of the week? And Dan, also first to the finish line. I'm gonna go Renlin for my lead lead pipe block. I think that he has the most potential to score 100 points out of everybody on this list. And then I'm gonna go with Zach Osborne first to the finish line. Oh wow! Check you out. Okay. Um, yep. Jet Lawrence jersey to the winner this week, right off of Jet's back. So uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, anything else, boys? No, all right. I think that's it. We are, are going to do a red bud two. Yeah, we're going to do a red bud two as well. 
And uh, and don't forget to yeah, don't forget to lock in a team that races on Friday, and then there's another one on Monday. Yeah. I know we're going to be getting some messages about this. Yeah, hundred percent, one hundred percent. Some angry emails. It's going to be our fault somehow too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and so yeah, check it out. Don't forget, people, and uh, and get your picks in there. We'll get another podcast up before Red Bud Two as well. And uh, and we'll dive into into all of that and everything else. So, um, yeah, awesome. Um, hey, Chuck, thanks for coming on. Thanks for jumping on. Yeah, no problem. Glad to, glad to join. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, Parabinos, Truman, JT, thanks, boys. All right, guys. See, see ya. Ya.